Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy hump day afternoon. It's Wednesday, December 27th, 2023, inching our way to the end of the year. Did you get all of your resolutions done for the year? I can confidently say that I succeeded in my only resolution, which was to not bring my cell phone into the bedroom. I tell you what, how much time do we waste doom scrolling throughout the day? I am going to try in 2024 to sharpen the pen the pencil, I guess, to sharpen the sword, sharpen the knife, and do a little bit better job at my efficiencies out there. You can't create and consume at the same time. I'm going to share with you guys some advice from a creator, advice that I may disagree with, but it's always good to hear what people are thinking about the strategies of dealing with the ever-changing world of content creation that is out there. An article in Us Weekly today, I covered on my YouTube channel, was called The Biggest Bachelor Nation Moments of 2023 from a paternity scam to the first golden bachelor and i pretty much shred the article because you know they're they're willing to put in their title that there's a paternity scandal but they're not willing to share any sort of opinions with uh, with respect to all of the bs you know no mention of medical fraud no mention of uh of uh, all the other things going on just a couple quotes from clayton about why he doesn't believe he's the father what a year 2023 was for bachelor nation uh you know hey it was a pretty good year for bachelor and bachelorette we have a golden bachelor engagement we have a golden bat we have a bachelorette charity engagement and we have zach shall cross engaged so so far three Three for three, but as we all know, time will tell on whether or not these relationships work themselves out. We covered on the YouTube channel, and I think in this morning podcast too, we covered this uh, fact that Teresa uh, demands a prenup from Gary, and he's upset and says, you don't trust me? And, you know, we covered different aspects of the story, but the truth is, yeah, uh, getting a prenup at their age is not a bad thing. They've got assets and homes and properties and things like that. Cover, Get it all covered legally and then just enjoy your love together. I think they're both worth relatively the same amount. Garrett, like I said, Gary's going to be doing Prilosec commercials. You know, he's he's a, he's Big Pharma's going to love Gary. He's a 72-year-old man playing. Can you imagine Gary in a pickleball commercial for some new hip replacement ad? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot out there for him. In other news, um, and by the way, we're going to cover some more Golden Bachelor later on in this episode. I've got Travis Kelsey coming down with a hickey. We'll have that story. Oh, boy, Taylor Swift leaving her mark on uh, the old Kansas City chief there. Uh, But first, a study found that being in a settled relationship increases chances of weight gain. That's right. A recent, it's like, duh. A recent extensive study reveals that individuals in committed relationships are more prone to weight gain than their single counterparts. Contributing factors include the comfort of stable partnerships, shared indulgent meals, and the mutual influence of habits. The the demands of settled relationships can also limit time and energy for personal fitness. Yeah, that's that's true, right? It's the time for personal fitness. When when you're single, you might spend the evening at the gym, you got abs. When you're in a relationship, it's all about chicken parm and watching your favorite Netflix shows. I get it. You know, my wife and I, now that we're having a baby, I've been I've been eating for two. She's eating for two. I'm eating for three. 
three. Uh, you know, hey, I'm a supportive husband. Uh, if you want Taco Bell, we'll do Taco Bell. But uh, we're looking forward as we move to our new home to put a little home gym in the garage and really make 2024. Because like, look, it's not all look, it's not it's not it's not how you feel physically. It's how you feel mentally. And that, you know, a- after a week of bad eating because of the, uh, you know, holidays, I've got uh, sugar hangover. I'm not thinking clearly. And all those things can really slow you down out there, you know? Well, here's what's not slowing me down. Um, the, my microdose gummies. That's right. Uh, have, you, have you heard of microdose? They, you know, they're a big sponsor of ours. We absolutely love them. Uh, microdose gummies deliver the perfect entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. You know, each little microdose gummy comes in three milligrams, so you know what you're getting. You know, unlike when you you know have a buddy's brownie at some festival somewhere and you wake up hugging the ground because you don't know what happened in life, there's really no risk to the microdose. You can have a little bit, maybe half an edible one. If I'm if I'm feeling really bad, if I've had a rough day and my neck really hurts, I'll probably have two edibles about an hour before I go to bed and I'll melt into the pillow. I'll get a better night's sleep and I'll be a better version of myself the next day. Sometimes, like on a Saturday morning when I have to do some writing, some stand-up writing, I'll have an edible, get this, with a cup of coffee. That's right. It'll just loosen you up a little bit. Get silly. Isn't that what life is all about? Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code rush hour. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code rush hour for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code rush hour. All right, let's jump into some of our other feel good stories. Ken Hudson Campbell, the Home Alone actor that has to that uh, had to get a GoFundMe for a health scare. Thank fans and he's moved beyond belief amid the health scare. Home Alone actor Ken Hudson Campbell is thankful his fans for is thanking his fans for all their support following a recent health scare involving mouth cancer. Ken's daughter Michaela set up a GoFundMe page to help cover his medical bills, posting a Christmas update on his condition written by the man himself with a smiling photo of him in a Santa hat. In case you forgot, Ken's smiling Santa image was an homage, of course, to his role as Chris Kringle in the 1990 Home Alone movie. Ken wrote that he was moved beyond belief by your generosity and well wishes while also offering his fans a Merry Christmas and happy everything. Okay, so we've raised $120,000. This is, listen, I hate that we, I, I love that we're so charitable as people that we help out with GoFundMes. I hate that we live in a time where people like Mary Lou Retton, who won the Olympic gold medal for all around gymnastics in 1984, has to get a GoFundMe because she gets pneumonia. A win is enough enough, folks. Why are we we're so busy? And again, I made a reel about this um, uh, last week that has uh, 600,000 views. We're so busy arguing with who started the problem. Oh, it's Obamacare. It's this. It's big corporation. It's big health. It, 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 when what we could be doing is all coming together saying this is absolutely insane that we are supposed to be the wealthiest country in the world and we can literally get saddled with so much debt from some preventable thing. And, you know, as I've shared with you guys before, insurance industries are so busy trying to make it seem like Canada has the worst healthcare. You're going to wait seven years for an MRI. It's like, you know what? Well, how about having to beg people online to donate because you don't have enough to cover basic needs in what is supposed to be the greatest country? It's freaking rubbish. I'm happy people are so generous, but it's that generosity that that we get from each other that continues to help push the can down the road with getting real change. And by real change, I mean knowing we spend more 
per person than anyone else out there. Anyone else out there, we spend more per person and we get less out of it. In some other tough news, Parasite actor Lee Sun Kun dead at 48 from apparent suicide. This article broke um, a couple hours ago. Uh, best known for his 2019 role in the Oscar-winning film Parasite, has died by suicide while under investigation for using illegal drugs. The South Korean actor was found dead in his car Wednesday in the capital city of Seoul after Lee's manager reported him missing to police. Seoul officials told the networks Lee's death was presumed to be suicide as forensic investigators were seen putting up police tape where Lee's car was discovered. Lee, uh, police in a city that borders Seoul interrogated Lee on three occasions during the criminal probe into his possible narcotics use. Lee admitted to consuming drugs but claimed he was tricked into taking them and blackmailed as he ended up suing the extortionist. Cops were allegedly tipped off about Lee's narcotics use just before he filed the lawsuit. You know what's so tough is that we live in a country where, you know, certain drugs are less illegal than others. And apparently the laws in South Korea are very strict. And maybe, maybe, uh, and sadly, he felt like there was no other way out. But you hate to see it. You absolutely hate to see it out there. Um, you know, uh, you, you'd think that, they're, that uh, yeah, you know, sadly, he'd be able to get better help. Uh, but, you know, that's it. You know, it, you know pending uh, lawsuits and thinking he's going to get arrested and have to do hard time, you know, maybe coupled with other mental health issues. And that is the sad solution he comes to. Well, I've got some dramatic stories to get to, and I do not uh, mean that as hyperbole. I have a few wild stories to share with you, and we're going to get to those right after this. The Smothers Brothers, Tom Smothers dead at 86. Tom Smothers, one half of the famous singing comedy team Smothers Brothers has died. In a statement released Wednesday, Dick Smothers announced his brother's passing, saying Tom died at home as a result of cancer. Uh, this is before my time, but the Smother Brothers, I mean, look, they're, they're the type where I probably have never heard them before, but they sound like a household name. Everyone has, I, like, I've never actually listened to their content, but I tell you what, I clicked on this video. It's them singing a song called Draft Dodgers. And I have to tell you, I think it's hilarious. Have a listen. That's right. Yes, it's a song about a problem and how with good old American ingenuity, some people attempt to solve it. The song is called The Draft Dodger Rag. <laughs> count it off, George. Oh, I'd prefer not. Dickie, you count it off. No, no, you'd count it off, Tommy. You're the one with the natural rhythm. You're the great musician. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> now, we're just typical American boys from a typical American town. We believe in God and Senator Dodd and keep an old Castro down. And when it came our time to serve, we knew better dead than red. And when we got to the draft board, buddy, this is what we said. Oh, well, I'm only 18, I got a rough shit spleen, and I always carry a purse. Got eyes like a bat, and my feet are flat, and my asthma's getting worse. Oh, and I think of my career, and my sweetheart dear, and my poor old invalid aunt. Besides, I ain't no fool, I'm going to school, and I'm working in a defense plant. Disc and a cracked up back. I'm allergic to flowers and bugs. And when a bombshell hits, I get psychedelic fits. I'm addicted to a thousand drugs. Oh my gosh. So these guys are fantastic. I'll play the rest at the end of the episode. Absolute fantastic killer bits. They'd be TikTok stars in today's world. Other, other, uh, big, big, big rest in peace to Tom Smothers, dead 
at 86. And here's a wild story. Tommy Dorfman accuses Delta staff of transphobia. Transgender actress Tommy Dorfman has lambasted Delta Airlines, accusing them of committing a human rights violation for incessantly misgendering her during a spat. I'll have to say this about Delta. Um, of all of the airlines I've ever traveled, domestic at least, Delta is the best. They are the absolute best, most well-trained staff. This ain't no Spirit Airlines. This, you know, they're good at what they do. Uh, well, we have it on video here. A heated showdown at New York City's LaGuardia Airport was caught on camera by the 13 Reasons star, who alleges the staff referred to her by the wrong pronouns, claiming that one did so intentionally. Have a listen. What about when adults employ misgenders you so intentionally? Why she's talk? Why he's talking? You're talking. You just misgendered me. Again. Again, okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's it also. Well, she did do it intentionally twice. Okay, so you're talking to me too. You said she, and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have Port Authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you want to play that game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't mind. I'm good. I'll just put this on. Oh, okay. Look here. Okay. We don't have the full story. We just picked up the final 30 seconds. I'm a big rule follower at the airport. I'm not a rule follower in general. Like I don't follow the rules at self-checkout when you're weighing your own golden russets. And you know, they're like, are these organic red potatoes? And you're like, no, they're not. You know what I mean? You never choose the organic version if you're doing self-checkout. That's the fee I pay for bagging my own stuff. But in this case, you've got a guy who's, you know, it seems as though from what I saw, you know, and it really depends on how you look at it, but it seems as though from what I saw, the Delta employee was, you know, trying to de-escalate a situation and it seems as though they accidentally misgendered. And by that, I mean, said the wrong pronoun to Tommy Dorfman. That's, that's what I heard. And then Tommy Dorfman says, you know, tries to catch him misgendering her. And he says, look, you're, you're being condescending. And then it turns in and he goes, should we get the port authority to escort you out? I mean, look, you know, airlines are always, in airports in, in general, are always an interesting case study on how frail the human condition is. And I say that because everyone's always on edge when you're traveling. You know, you, you barely got to the airport in time. You're running around. You forgot your, your kid's on the wrong plane. He's on a, the wrong Spirit Airlines plane. Uh, Kevin McAllister didn't even make it to the airport. Everyone's stressed out. And um, the Delta employee says, really, three days before Christmas, this is what you want. You want to take this route? We will escort escort you out. No, look, if there's more to the story, if there's more to this Delta employee being a bad employee and being transphobic or whatever, I'm sure we'll get down to it. But from what I saw right here, the heated showdown seemed seemed just from the 30 seconds we saw much ado about nothing. Uh, so here's how here's how TMZ digests this story. It's unclear what precedes the situation, but in the viral TikTok clip, you can hear Tommy, who uses she/her pronouns, saying, "What about when a Delta employee misgenders you intentionally?" To deal with Tommy, the gate agent tells another person to wait their turn, saying, "While she's talking, while he's talking." Tommy, who came out as trans in July of 2020. 21 is none too pleased informing him that he's misgendered her again though the agent tells her it wasn't intentional and if she wanted to take it personally that was on her which again you could say that the agent wasn't being of the utmost customer service they could have just said i'm sorry and continued but the agent said hey if you're going to take it personally that's on you uh, to, to which of course it's never going to de-escalate a situation although i do i do like stories where customer service 
And you know, the idea the customer is always number one. I don't like that. How about all the customers in, in situations where, you know, have you ever been in a situation where the customer service is too good to an asshole person? And, you know, I operate on the whole idea of crack an egg to make an omelet. Sometimes the best thing you need to do is kick somebody out so everyone else has a pleasant experience. I don't know if that's the story here. I'm not really sure. But I think what we can deduce from all of this is if you're ever buying organic bananas while you're in line at a grocery store doing self-checkout, please, please, for the love of almighty God, check them out as normal shitty bananas. If you're paying for the organic bananas while they make you scan it, that's on you, sister. That's on you. Get the avocados, but ring them up as apples. <laughs> oh, Dave is uh, saying you should commit uh, theft at the store. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should steal the appropriate amount of items while you're getting groceries that would have paid for. So, okay. You want to do the math? Let's say a cashier gets paid 20 bucks an hour. Well, there's no cashier on self-checkout. If it takes you 10 minutes to self-checkout, you should be getting, you should be stealing one sixth of $20. So that's about three plus dollars you should be stealing from the self-checkout. Hey, that's just me, folks. Make it fair. Let's move to some Travis Kelsey news. Uh, let me know if you agree or disagree. That's how I, I'm a rule follower when I feel like the rules should be followed. Like, here, like I will, I, I will steal $3 from the grocery store if I feel like they're, uh, you know, the corporation is uh, sort of, uh, you know, letting me down. But I will also make sure that I put my cart away in the parking lot because I know that that's just going to be some helpless chap who's got to be stuck, you know, I, so I'm a big co- I'm a big uh, cart uh, police officer when it comes to the parking lot, but I'm also an advocate for just a little bit of theft from the store. You know, I mean, I'm not telling you to steal a couple uh, buckets of deodorant. I'm just saying once in a while you buy some organic beets, ring them up as some uh, inorganic oranges. I don't know. Do what you got to do. Be creative. Travis Kelsey is back in the news as he is all the day. I'm getting a lot of comments on the Patreon for my uh, my uh, self-checkout justice. Yeah. Share some stories with me about about how you've stolen from your local, you know, supermarket as they rake in billions and then pay their employees pennies. Uh, we 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 need more of this out here, folks. This is my new Les Miserables story. I'm Jean Valjean, bitch, and I'm stealing the bread. Okay, Travis Kelsey's in the news. Neck looking kind of hickey-ish uh, is the name of, is the title of the article, and then they zoom in on his neck. Now I'm going to be the first to tell you when you play football, it's a very violent sport. Sometimes you get injuries all over the place. You'll get bruises on your arms when you're tackling. So maybe maybe somebody uh, pressed a firm finger to his neck that caused the bruise. Or maybe, hold on, whenever I say maybe, we need our X-Files music. Maybe, oh, maybe Taylor Swift is getting a little frisky there in the fantasy suite, if you know what I mean. Taylor Swift's fans are seeing red more than usual because Travis Kelsey was spotted with big old red mark on his neck that's giving hickey in a big way, at least to Swifties. Oh, that's right. They uh, she He gave her the old offsides penalty here. <laughs> we present Exhibit A. The Chiefs tight end was all rednecked in a good way during the Chiefs game against the Patriots last weekend. Yes, some fans eagle-eyed uh, were still looking at picks from the December 7th 
17th game when they discovered what they think is Taylor's love mark on her man. As you can imagine, they're going nuts over it. Of course, Taylor was in the stands of the Chiefs-Pats game with her dad, Scott, who is usually an Eagles fan, but threw on some Chiefs garb to show support. All right. Well, there it is, folks. There's your Travis Kelsey update there regarding the old hickey heard around the nation. Another unfortunate Taylor Swift news, heat exhaustion killed a fan at Rio concert. Now, this was weeks ago, but it looks like it's just come out that Anna Clara Benavides Machado passed out during Taylor's Rio de Janeiro concert November 17th amid the city's oppressive heat, 105 degrees. It was pronounced dead hours later at the hospital. Forensic Medical Institute now reveals heat exposure led to a serious compromise of her lungs and sudden death. So it was pretty obvious that that's what the cause of death was. Now we know that to be the case. We'll have to see what happens. It's kind of one of those, who do you sue? Do you sue the people who ran the show? Does it? Does the buck fall down with Taylor? Who knows? Either way, of course, Taylor would not want this to happen. Safety is always top concern. They canceled the next night shows. All right, I've got uh, a Christmas story you're going to love and some more Golden Bachelor content. All that and more coming right after this. And don't forget, tomorrow, December 28th on Thursday, I've got a stand-up show in Huntington Beach, California. I'd love to see you there. Link in the comment section for tickets. Bring your friends, bring your family, and let's go have a laugh. One of my favorite bachelors is back making news. Matt James posted this on his Instagram. My love surprised me with a trip to Japan next month. Please send me all the recommendations you guys have. This has been on my bucket list for years and I want to do it right. So for all those wondering if Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James are on good terms, well, she bought him a trip to Japan. I guess you could look at that as they're on great terms or if she's not going on the trip, she sent him to the other side of the world. But I think it's good terms. By the way, shout out to a Patreon member, Helvin for having the funniest comment here in my chat about uh, stealing pickles, she said. She said, I've definitely rung up less pickles than I left with. I also put in a lower amount of baggies or whatever that I'm purchasing. Oh, that's right. There's the justice, folks. You want me to choose how many bags I'm purchasing? How about zero? I'm purchasing zero bags. I'm taking the 10 cents all the way to the bank, folks. North North Carolina toddler opens entire family's Christmas presents at 3 a.m., Oh, this is a fun story. A couple woke up on Christmas morning to their three-year-old loudly loudly requesting a pair of scissors to open a gift he unwrapped in the middle of the night. Uh, Hey, listen, you got to give this kid credit. He's a go-getter. Scott and Katie's toddler secured an early preview to Christmas by waking up at 3 a.m. to unwrap his entire family's presence. The three-year-old had found his Spider-Man web shooters, and so he wanted scissors to cut them out, said Scott, who works as a science fiction and fantasy author, said in a phone interview Tuesday morning. Hey, yeah, I mean, look, we've all been there. You need scissors that, you know, they secure those things so tightly. If you're going to open up your presents at 3 a.m., it's like, hey, well, maybe Santa came already. He felt like, why not open them? Um, I've got some more content. It looks like we're just not going to have enough time to get to today, so we'll cover it first thing in the morning. But let's end with with a nice word here from April from Golden Bachelor. She talks about how to navigate the post-holiday blues. Have a listen to what she has to say. The time between Christmas and New Year's is always, always more depressing and anxiety-filling than perhaps other times of the year. So in that space, how do you handle that? What do you do? Number one, I want to really remind you that whatever you resist, persists. I mean, whatever goes in must come out. So my best advice is for you 
to sit with this idea, knowing that it's going to happen right now for most of America, you're not alone, and take this opportunity between the holiday to really make a list of what don't you like? What is bothering you? Is it you have to go back to work? Is it a relationship that you like barely got through the Christmas holiday? All right. So great advice there. Find out what's resisting, what's feeling not complete. And this is a perfect week to kind of take the time Hey, maybe have an edible, you know, maybe do a little microdose edible there, 30% off code rush hour and, and try to make that change for 2024. No one's going to do it for you. If something lacks in your life, find a way to put a plan together to fix it moving forward. I love that advice by her. And look, let's end this party the way we started it with a little smother a brother. We already played the beginning of their song. Let's round it up. This is draft dodger. Never, never, never a better time to hear a nice classic. When the weakness flows, I can't touch my toes. I can hardly touch my knees. And if the enemy came close to me, friend, why, I'd probably sneeze. But when the moon ain't even got a ruptured screen, and I always carry a purse. Got eyes like a bat, and my feet are flat, and my asthma's getting worse. When I'm thinking my career, and my feet are clear, and poor old invalid and size ain't no fool. I'm going to school, and I'm working in a defense plan. And as always, I'm Dave Neal, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.